For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to today's program. We're going to continue our conversation today with Jarvis and Devin from Kingdom Lawn Care. They are down in Mississippi near the Gulf of Mexico. And on yesterday's program, they shared their journey of how they went through and overcame financial difficulties and marital problems and how now they're on the other side of that and things are dramatically improving in their business and their family and their marriage and their finances. And uh, this is just a really inspiring story. And I hope that if you uh, were able to listen to yesterday's show, uh, that you were able to take into consideration some of the things they shared. I certainly did. And perhaps you're just tuning in, maybe for the first time ever to the Green Industry Podcast. I would actually recommend going to yesterday's program, number 780, and listening to that episode first, just so you can get into the context of this wild redemptive story of Jarvis and Devin. Today's episode is brought to you by Jobber. Jobber is the software that I use to organize and manage my business. I was just thinking about this today, Mr. Producer. I I think of deep thoughts when I'm getting ready and shaving, taking a shower, all that stuff. I, I think about all this stuff. So I'm thinking, you know, I used to run my business off Microsoft Excel and I had, and I love spreadsheets. I mean, I am a spreadsheet nerd, but I had all my customers' names and their addresses and, you know, what I was charging them per month and all this information was in Microsoft Excel. And then I had, you know, my business set up where every day we would clock in and out when we got to each customer's property. And all that was manually on eight and a half by 11 sheets of paper, our time logs. And everything was in its own place. But when I switched to Jobber, it's all together in one. And so my customer's information, their work history, and uh, all of it's in one, housed in one place to manage and organize my business. And that's where I send out my invoices and all of that. And so true story, I was in my bathroom today thinking about, I was so inefficient back in the day. So thank God for uh, softwares, technologies to help us be more efficient, uh, which ultimately uh, can help us to have better profits. And it makes us look more professional. um, So our customers can have that um, excellent experience and just uh, convenience and uh, just, you know, seamlessly be able to send them an invoice and, uh, get paid faster. So many, many benefits to Jobber. If you're looking for a CRM to manage your business, check out Jobber at getjobber.com forward slash Paul, where you can get a 14 day free trial. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. 
So without further ado, we will continue our conversation with Jarvis and Devin from Kingdom Lawn Care in Mississippi. Let me follow up with this question then uh, again to Devin. And you can chime in too afterwards, Jarvis, but I, I really want to get the woman's touch here. Um, we have a lot of people that are listening that are in where you guys used to be, where someone has a full-time job. Maybe it's not, you know, out in the Gulf of Mexico or whatnot, uh, like Jarvis's situation, but they have a kind of a dead end job that they want to get out and they want to run their lawn care landscaping business full-time. They want this to be the full-time deal. Now that you successfully got that boat close to dock, no pun intended, and made that transition and you're winning, you know, it's going very well. What's your advice to someone listening that's working the nine to five? That's like, man, if I could only go full-time in lawn care, what, what's your advice to the people in those situations? I would say drop everything, quit your full-time job and take off running. If, if you're making if, the if Yeah. If you are making the right amount of money in order for you to leave, because at that time, like Jarvis said, we wasn't, we was barely making ends meet. He went from working how many hours yeah, at Halter? No, at Halter. Like 56. 56 hours to like 40 hours. So it was like a big change in the uh, in the get, money. I was getting paid less too. And he was getting paid less, yes. I had to leave and take, I had to take a big, I went from making $900 a week to, to 600. No, it was, it was like 500. Okay. Yeah, so it was like a major, and that's that's what put us in the position to almost lose the house. Yeah, and so if you're making the right amount of money and all that, I feel like the thing that's holding a lot of people back is the unknown. How am I going to survive? Everybody thinks that their full-time job is going to save them, basically. But the whole time you are miserable, the whole time you... Yeah, your, your um your house falling apart, your your kids, you don't know what's going on with your kids, you don't know what's going on with your wife, because you so focused on being scared to not jump out there and trust basically trusting yourself. Now, like I said, you have to have the right amount of funds. Yeah, we could jump out there on faith, but God also gave us common sense too. But I feel like if you got the right amount of funds, like I said, jump out there. Only thing you can do is try. You know, a full-time uh, job is going to be there, but you have to also invest in yourself. You giving a multi-million dollar company your time, and you can be putting that time into your own business. You can be putting that time into building your business how you want your business built. You can't always just depend on uh, uh, another company to to um, make a way for you, especially if you have, especially if you have a part-time um, business that you that you want to pursue. So I feel like from my husband' point of view, yes, it took him a couple of years in order to get where he what he want what he wanted um, his business to get in order for him to leave. And at that time in 2020, I think when you left Eagles, you took that big faith because Paul at that time. We was losing insurance, major insurance, good insurance that his job was providing. And I'm like, and then that's the time when coronavirus hit. And at that time, we got two kids. So I'm like, babe, I was telling him not to leave at that time because what are we going to do about insurance? But another thing, when we when I did leave, though, uh, remember, remember right before I did leave, 
I included y'all a lot, you know, uh, and y'all helped me, you know, get out of hand out all the flyers and stuff yeah. like that. You know, just pushing that stuff out because I knew when I did leave, I was going to need that, you know, to supplement what I was losing, the income that I was losing. And I'm talking about so as soon as I did make the leap to leave my full time job. Yeah, it was it was it was unknown. You know what was going to happen? Yes, I was kind of scared. But now looking back, I look at it just like this. It takes more faith to stay at a a a, a full time job like working for somebody than it does to uh, jump out here into lawn care and work for yourself because you're not in control at that full-time job. You can walk in there any day and they can be like, hey, we shutting the doors. Only thing that happened out here when we uh, doing lawn care is a couple of folks going to be like, hey, I don't need you no more. But in the process of somebody saying, I don't need you no more, you instead of getting phone calls. I promise I'm about tapped out. I really don't want much more work, but I'm steady getting phone calls all the time. Every day, folks, steady calling me, steady calling me, steady calling me. And the thing is, you know, we can, we can, we can uh kind of put it, put our business in a box when it don't belong in a box. Because true enough, our business don't have no uh ceiling. And it don't have no floor, but man, that full-time job that we work at, that we spend all that time and all our uh, everything in trying to build and grow for, grow that company for them, it can shut down any day. And, and when I left my full-time job, it, it really like took off. It took off. Was I on the price? Yeah. I wasn't working for $12.50 an hour no more, Paul, <laughs> but it was on the price. <laughs> I was still on the price a little bit, man, and uh, I'm, I'm coming around with the prices in. For sure, you know, making making things a lot more profitable now instead of, instead of dropping people in and adding on, you know. So it, it gets better, man, but if you're a hustler, you know you're going to grind. This the thing. And I, I, I told, told my partner this, if you really are a hustler, if you know you're going to grind, you're not going to sit back and let your family just go down, just sit back and watch, you know, somebody come and put an uh, eviction notice on your house. When you leave your full-time job, you gain it 40 plus hours a week, 40 or more hours a week. I'm talking about from the time you might work there eight hours a day, but from the time you getting up, getting ready for that job, going to that job, then coming home, you mess around, look up, you probably been on spent 10 hours that day for that job. So we burning 40 plus hours a week. We, we gaining that when we leave that full-time job. So, and it's the thing, if you're a hustler, when you got that free time, you're not, you're not gonna sit at home on the couch and you know, you know you need some more money. You're going to go out there, you're going to knock on some doors, you're going to go out, you know, and try to hustle up some work any way you can. You go, all you got to do, if you got a lot, I tell people all the time, if you got a, a trailer and a lawnmower on it and it look like you might cut some grass, people going to stop and ask you, hey, can you give me a quote? Can you come over here and look at my yard? Or, yeah, I need somebody to cut my grass. I've been looking for somebody. We run into that all the time and that's not going to stop. That's not going to stop. If you walk outside right now, grass is everywhere. Grass growing, Paul. Yes, grass sir. Growing. 
So all, all we got to do, if we leave, man, them folks, they going to call. Your business going to grow. If, if, if the same way when you first bought that lawnmower <clears throat> and it started just growing, you started gaining clients, it's going to do the same exact thing when you leave your full-time job. It's just going to continue to grow. Only way it's not going to grow is if you sit on your butt. But if you put that butt on a zero turn and put that trim in the hand, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. It's going to come. Explain the emotions behind what it's like to go to work 40 plus hours a week at the shipyard for the other company versus building your own kingdom, so to speak, your, your own business, your own uh, company. What's it like, the difference between the emotions of 40 hours on your own thing versus 40 hours for somebody else's thing? Paul, man, it, this is a feeling, man, that's, uh, man, it, it's really, right now, Paul, I'm serious. Right now, sometimes it almost feel, I've been, I've been gone over two years. I've been gone for my full-time job over two years. And it's still like, man, like, cause I, I really, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't work a whole lot. I probably work 28 hours a week. <laughs> in the dog days or something, I probably worked 28 hours a week. And, you know, we really live a lot better than we did when I was at Ingalls. But that the pressure from, you know, uh, the form is them on your back talking about a job, hollering about a job, just everything about like they telling you when to get up and get there, when you can leave. The, you know, they controlling how much money you make. If you're going to get some overtime, everything was so much in a box. You know, that 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 full time job, it really like it's a box. But now limited. now, yeah, I'm, I'm not limited. Like it's so much freedom. It's so much freedom. And it's really like every single day fit like the way I used to get up in the morning on a Saturday and go, you know, go uh, mow yards. Every day feel like like that pretty much, kind of like a Saturday, but through the week. And then my Thursdays feel like Fridays, my Fridays feel like Saturdays, and my Saturdays feel like Saturdays. And my Sundays, I just, you know, just relax, man, and just hang out. But it's it the feeling, man, the emotion, the stress and the pressure. That's why I say we are so much, we are so much better since I left my full-time job, it said like everything is really like so much better. It ain't no pressure no more. It's like we get along better. We talk to each other better. She respect me more. I respect her more. It's like, man, our whole lives just changed. Like God just came in and he just cleaned house, man. And he just fixed everything and shaped and molded exactly how he wanted it. And, you know, we, we not, we not perfect. We not done, but you know, we're going to continue to get better and continue to uh, grow with each other. But as of that, Paul, like, it's a feeling, man. It's an emotional feeling and a, and a burden that's lifted off you that you really can't understand. Because now if you just out there and you just love your full-time job, hey, hey. But the stuff I was doing, I didn't, I didn't, I, I love welding, but I didn't love my full-time job. So it, it, it's a feeling that I, even to this day, man, I can't, I can't explain it. It's just, it's just so much relief. It was so much relief. Well, I'm going to say it like this. I walked out the gate with a guy that was retiring. I told him, 
he he uh he gave me a ride home. I don't know why I didn't try to work that day, but uh anyway, he gave me a ride home and we walked out together. He was retiring and I was quitting. Wow. I said, man, I feel like I'm retiring with you, man. And it really feel like retirement. And now I just, you know, cut grass sometime to to earn a little money. So I don't know, man. It, it's 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 special, man. It really is. That's fantastic. Well, I, is there anything we're leaving out here that you want to share, Devin, or any other perspectives you want to chime in on? Uh, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I just want to say, just include your wives. I mean, everything that glitters ain't gold. And and when when I when I say that, I'm just saying like we don't have the perfect life, and behind the scenes of the whole transition, it was. It was horrible and it was rough. It, it was rough. And, you know, people get on podcasts, people get on social media and you want to say they have they have a glamorous life and things like this. Oh, man, my husband don't argue or we have an understanding. Well, at that point in time, that was that wasn't the case because you have an 18 year old fresh out of high school and a, was you 21? And a 21 year old didn't know anything about life, didn't know anything about marriage, didn't know anything about at that time creating a business. So we just all regular folks with a heartfelt story and a and a genuine story, you know. And I just for the ones that's listening out there today, I just want you to take heed to what me and my husband were saying. It can really go a long way. If you just include your wife, give her a little power, and I feel like everything would would just work out. I got a, I got a good question, Paul, for uh, for the people that are uh, that really think like that. Oh, we got to make this much money. Oh, you know, get caught up in the numbers and how much money they make, how many problems they doing and stuff. Would you rather me? With QuickPair technology and the Rainbird mobile app, you will have instant access to customize a watering schedule from anywhere. The mobile-first interface provides homeowners with the convenience they've come to expect while offering contractors the easiest and fastest programming experience available. Building upon Rainbird's legacy, the RC2 controller delivers the expertise of an irrigation company and the vision of a leader to save time, water, and money. Ever wish you could monitor your vehicles, drivers, and equipment in live time to improve routes, enhance job site planning, and save your business money? Well, with GPS Track It, your wish is our command. When you integrate GPS Track It with your company vehicles, you get a 24-7 view of your vehicles, so you operate at crazy levels of efficiency. It's money-saving, peace of mind lawn and landscaping companies deserve. Ever wish every day was Donut Friday? Us too, but we can't help with that. Talk with one of our fleet advisors. No pressure, no hassle. Call 1-844-996-2518 or visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to learn more. GPS Track It. Hey, you. Yeah, you. You're out there in the field mowing lawns, making money, working hard. But for every dollar you make, you're worried. Worried that you spend too much, worried that you won't make payroll, or worried you'll generate a big financial mistake. Simply put, 
you don't know your numbers. You're not alone. The Landscaping Bookkeeper has helped dozens of eager lawn care owners organize their numbers, learn the language of business, and build a solid financial foundation. Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. You can count on Jobber to keep your business organized. Manage your business and back and forth with customers from one place. Estimate, quote, schedule, invoice, get paid, no software experience required. Friends, you can save 20% off your first six months at getjobber.com forward slash Paul or click on the link in today's show notes to try out the business management software that I've been using for years, Jobber. Would you rather me make $500,000 a year but work a lot like I used to work? Maybe not even that much like Mm -hmm. I used to work. $500,000 a year Mm -hmm. and work like that and be gone and stuff like that Mm -hmm. or have the simple but content and peaceful life, which would you choose? I would choose the simple and content because now, Paul, let me tell you, we're at a point now, Paul, that he works from his he works for himself. And some days I just look at it and I'll be like, is you going to work? Or uh, what time is you leaving the house? Or uh, 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 what time? What time? It'll be eight o'clock. He's still in bed sometimes. He must probably just did a previous job. But I'll be like, sometimes I get 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 a little agitated, but like, dog, when are you leaving? You know, yeah, right. but I have waited so long for it to get like this. But I would rather choose the content in the in the simple life, you know. We at that point in time where now we laugh a lot more. We for real, for we, real. We um, think a lot. We on you know, one one page, one mind, one accord. So it just seemed like if that, that I say I put it like this: God works in mysterious ways, and He really can't came in and did a whole three sixty in our marriage and with our business, even though he's the face on the brains. <laughs> but he came in and did the whole 360. Hey, it go it go back to what I said on the last podcast and what I say all the time, and I'm going to always say this. Here, man, with us, man, it's a peace of mind over money. Easily, I could I could blow it up. I could I literally cut my business in half of where it was last year. You know, and we we don't make as much money as we did last year. Well, that's all right. But but that's fine. Like I I purposely cut it in half like that. But that peace of mind that you gain, like to me, if if people want to grow a big business, kudos to you. Go ahead. But that peace of mind that I have, man, just knowing I could get up, you know, Monday morning and go cut a few yards and we can go to brick and spoon and have brunch, you know, and, and then we can afford it. You know, we can, we can move how we want. To. You can't beat that. So for, for those reasons, man, and that peace of mind, I just choose it over the money. I just don't value the money where I used to value it. And to me, man, that, that, that is success. Success is whatever, whatever you are aiming for, you reach that goal, that's success. And for me, me, I, I was aiming for a goal to where I can make good money, but still spend a lot of time with my family, you know, still be there, still, you know, and have, have that peace and be able to move how we want to move. 
that that was that was my goal and I reached it and I was successful in it. So for those reasons, I feel I'm successful. You know, it's a lot of lot of people, you know, they make a lot more money than me. I, I can make a whole lot more money, but I I turn a whole lot of it down and I just I just don't value the money like I used to. So man, it's it's just a blessing, man. And and then being able to, you know, like like she say, like right now, two of our two or the three of our kids are in school. Our baby boy, he's six months. We're not putting him in the daycare. You know, she'll stay home and keep him, you know, because she don't work. She'll come with me. But if she do want to come out with me or something sometimes, she don't want to do nothing but goof, goof around and laugh and play, you know. Um, but we'll drop the baby boy off at, at, my, at my parents' house. And she'll ride with me. And, you know, she'll, she'll ride the zero turn, ride the stand on, the X mark. X mark, Paul. X mark. For all y'all out there, the vertex. She she got uh, little stars, but we don't really use the stars much. But, uh, you know, she'll get out there, man, and, and help me, you know, and we'll, we'll have a good time. But to be honest with you, I, I love that. Even though I get less done, <laughs> It'd be 10 o'clock, man, and we'd be headed to the second property. And on a normal day, man, 10 o'clock, I'd be done, done five or six. I'd be almost through for the day. I'd be halfway through. We have to stop and give so, me something to And eat. then we got to stop and eat. But, man, it's a blessing, man. And like like that little stuff, man, you you can't beat it. So another way, man, ask your wife, man, do she want to ride with you? Yep. You know, ask your spouse, hey, ride with me. I, I, I want you to ride with me. And on that note, before we got married... We and we was just dating. I used to always go with you and cut grass. Did you? Yes. Right. I used to know where all his property was. If if, if I'd be like, what 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 um part of time you going to next? If he'd be like over here, I'm like, oh, you got such and such, such and such, such. At that time, he wouldn't allow me to cut the yards because I didn't know how to cut the grass. I wasn't making straight lines, Paul. So, <laughs> um, but at that time, I used to I used to ride with him all the time. That was before we. Got married and we were just and we were just dating. And like he said, we don't have a lot of money, but I'm glad that we we really have we really have peace. And I remember a time where our kids didn't even have a good Christmas because sure, I remember that. He was working a full-time dead end job. We used to pay all our bills up and then whatever left. That's yeah. that's what we were able to spend on our kids' Christmas. Now, thanks be to God, they daddy buys junk here, junk there, and everything. So now we are a we are we are on the up and up, and we are able to afford some of our uh, wants. And God is still making a way so He can uh, so we can afford our our needs. So yeah, so we'll just, we'll just keep trusting in Him. They keep trusting God, man, you know, putting him first. So, yeah, this has been a beautiful story. And in recent months and even years nationally, there's been stories of multi-billionaires who've built, you know, some of the biggest companies in the world that have gotten divorced. And so at the expense, and I'm not going to name name, but you can go back and see recent news, you know, recent months, even last few years, I mean, billions and billionaires, you know what I mean? They've built these crazy big um, companies and married for decades and then they're getting divorced. And so as somebody who's not married yet and planning on getting married, this has been very impactful because 
there's got to be a way to have that unity in the family unit and that, that balance. Like you said, Jarvis, you guys laugh together. You know what I mean? Like you're uh, you have healthy relationships while simultaneously making money, you know, enough money to be able to pay all the bills and comfortably be able to go out to brunch and, you know, have the margin to enjoy that. So I think this is such an important conversation in this toxic culture of just build, you know, build the biggest business. But what's the point of, even becoming a billionaire, let alone a millionaire, if then, you know, you're no peace, no, no peace. And you no get, idea. and then you get, you know, divorced. Like yeah. I want to, I want to, you know, have a healthy, as someone going into marriage, like I want to have a healthy, long lasting marriage. And of course I want to make money too, but there's yeah, got, yeah. there's got to be a balance where you're successful at both. And you guys are finding that, um, that stride. And it's, it's, I really appreciate your humility to share uh, the ups and downs of the story and congratulations on 10 years of marriage and, and finding a sweet it, spot. Appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. So man, it's, it's been a, uh, a blessing, man, being on the show again. And, you know, Paul, anytime, man, I can come and, you know, share a little bit, whether, whether we just get down and dirty, man, about the hard times, you know, that we both experienced or we laugh and talk about the twelve dollars and fifty cent a man hour. And by the way, I've been beat on that too, man. I've been beat. Somebody beat me. Who's they, that? They are. Uh, they they did it a whole lot worse. But uh, man, regardless, man, if I come on, man, I can be a part, power, man. I'm always willing, man. I I just want I want people to be encouraged. I want people to you know, really find the joy, really find the good man in life and value those things that are really more important. You know, money, money. Yeah, we need money. I'm not going to sit and act like we don't need money. I'm not going to sit and act like I don't chase the money. Yeah, I chase the money. You know, that's why I get up and I go grind every day. That's why I chase, you know, a good landscaping job every now and then. But as far as putting that that money way up there, man, acting like it's just so, like it's so change my life or do so much for me, man. I, I realize it's not, I, you know, I, I made, I made good money, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm content, man. And I, I just challenge folks to be content. You know, if you want to build a big business, you know, God may want you to have a big business, go ahead, but don't let the money blind you from all the reality in life. And, and you start losing stuff because we'll get in places, man, we start losing stuff and it'll be too late. And, and we we may act like we don't care or act like that woman should see our point, man. But we got to remember, man, what what's what's really most important. So, well, I appreciate your guys' time. Uh, let us know how we can connect to you on Instagram. I'm on Instagram at uh, Kingdom dot lawns Kingdom dot lawns on Instagram. You know, and and I pretty much you know I. Just post little silly videos of my wife pregnant, sleep on the bench. Uh, you know, me and me and uh, my good friend, we did a collab. I dug him, uh, dug him, dug him out of a little hole the other day. He didn't get much rest, but we kind of do that on Instagram, man. At Kingdom on Instagram, and I got a small YouTube channel. I post kind of different stuff on there. You'll see her cutting up, being silly and stuff like that, but. Uh, we at Kingdom Lawn Care on YouTube, and I, I do a lot of little tips and stuff, trying to just help each other, help help people in the community out. So, 
y'all want to connect with me, man, I'm on there. You know, I don't get on a whole lot and I'm real not, I'm not real tech savvy. So it may be three weeks before I uh, respond to a comment or something like that. So, uh, but I'm on there, man, if y'all want to connect with me or follow Cool. Well, I appreciate you being back on the show and, and, uh, Devin, thanks for sharing your perspective. I know this, this is a heavy male audience, so I hope, you know, guys are humble enough to hear. I definitely, yeah. uh, you know, took away to communicate and to, um, you know, let I'm, I'm talking future now, you know, let yeah. my, let my future wife have an opinion and have insight and have, you know, some sort of influence on what I'm building and, and to be aware of, of what's going on. And, and like you said about Jarvis's silent, uh, treatment, I can relate to that when there's conflict, that's my tendency is to, you know, back off and to kind of go quiet. So I'm like, Oh man, this is, you know, I think Jarvis, you and I have similar personalities. So that that's very impactful to me, you know, so uh, I appreciate it. And I know guys that are probably, having the similar stories you guys had with the courthouse and all, you know, those low moments, I think this has been very encouraging. So thank you for the um, transparency and vulnerability to share the truth. No problem, man. No problem. Man. Anytime. Thank you. Anytime. Cool. Well, hopefully we can uh, do a part three sometime. I just ended the YouTube video. Um, guys, you can go and watch this on YouTube um, at green industry podcast. Uh, we uh, now take the video interviews and put them up there and, uh, you know, we're, we're concluding the audio now. So thanks again, guys, for uh, taking time out of your day and uh, follow Jarvis on, on Instagram. Shoot, if this message has been a, in, um, impactful to you, shoot Jarvis a DM on Instagram and let him know. And Devin, too. Yeah, you don't yeah, want yeah. these. You don't want these dudes DMing you, Devin. So we'll just say the uh, Kingdom Lawn Care. I've had some. I've heard some stories of of some of the messages that uh, Brian Fullerton's wife gets. So you don't you don't oh, want man. you don't oh, want the lawn bros that text DMing yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, They would they would say it face to face, Paul. Let me just put that out there. <laughs> man. Oh man. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll end it right here before I say something dumb. So let me uh, let me pause. Let me pause the podcast here. Thanks for listening, y'all. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation with Jarvis and Devin. I'm going to put Jarvis's Instagram in the show notes so you can uh, follow him over there. If you were touched by his story, just shoot him a DM on Instagram and let him know. I definitely took some notes as somebody aspiring to get married. So I really appreciate their transparency and vulnerability and just the authentic story that they shared that takes a tremendous amount of courage and I appreciate them sharing that with our community. If you'd like to actually watch the podcast we just did, it's on YouTube. So thank you to Mike Pletz and some of my other friends for pushing me to get out there on YouTube and to put this content out there. It would mean the world to me if you guys would subscribe to the Green Industry Podcast YouTube channel. And uh, we'll put uh, these video interviews out there as well as clips from these uh, video interviews. So uh, we put a lot of time, energy, and effort into creating this content for y'all. So uh, just want to make sure you know uh, that it's out there on YouTube and the channel name is Green 
industry podcast on the YouTube. So please check out our channel and, uh, you know, enjoy the good times we have here on audio. It's even better on video because you can see the tears and the smiles and, and the nonverbal communication. So this was a roller coaster of an interview with um, Jarvis and Devin. So thanks for listening, guys. Please check out our YouTube channel, Green Industry Podcast over there. And uh, we will hopefully catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.